Hey, how's it going? My name is Case Amalo, and you're listening to the Stay Sexy Podcast. Here, we're going to be diving into deeper motivational topics and thoughts and how you can overcome and really appreciate what life throws at you and making you become a better version of yourself. With this first episode, though, we're going to be talking about me. (laughs) A little narcissism here. We're going to be talking about me, what I stand for, my story, and what does stay sexy actually means. The lifelong question of people that have been following me since day one. If you're new here, make sure you go to check out my Instagram at ksmall23 and uh, my Snapchat at ksmall230. Like I said, here we go. So my name is Case Mallow. I am currently 18 years old. I go to UND for a kinesiology major and or marketing major. We don't know where we want to go. We're kind of in between that. But the lifelong goal is to be in the fitness industry as much as possible. I recently just sent in an ambassador form for BPN. You know, if I got that, that'd be a, a dream come true. You know, I've been watching Nick Bear and, and the team grow, and like since 2018, 2019 even, uh, and just to be able to work with them, that'd be pretty amazing. And, and for them to see how much uh, motivation I bring to the table, be the biggest compliment, you know, because they do that for a lot of people. <laughs> recently just signed a deal with Shields and they have their stuff. Anyway, I'm going off topic. This is my story. So I'm from a small state of North Dakota. Uh, Not a small town though, it's from Bismarck. Uh, But the state is pretty boring. You know, you just got the Great Plains, which is like 95%. And then you go, you know, to the other half of North Dakota and you got Medora and uh, mountains, I guess you could say, and and rocks and whatnot. But I started my fitness journey back in uh, seventh grade when uh, boys usually do, you know. They they start thinking, hey, reps for for, uh, chicks, weights for dates. And uh, so I thought, hey, I was a bigger kid back then, and I thought maybe if I start lifting weights, girls will pay more attention to me. Girls still don't pay attention to me, but it's a work in progress. Um, I have currently have more guys' attention than, than uh, actual girls, but that's besides the point, you know. Eventually, I, I started lifting weights for me, and that's something you tend to learn as you go along in this fitness journey. Um, but right away, I was hooked, you know. Got the dopamine levels of me getting after it. I always loved pushing myself in the limits, and like, even though I was a bigger kid, I love proving that you can do anything that you set your mind to. So, here I am. Um, I'm like, I don't know, 13 years old, seventh grader, pretty big, as in fat. I was always the the person on the O-line or D-line, you know, despite my offensive football dreams. um, That was just who I was, you know, I was kind kind of that bigger kid. Like, girls didn't pay much attention to me, like I said, and I you know, thought lifting weights would be the best way to do that. But at the same time, as I was getting bullied for my weight, I thought, hey, what's more funnier than a fat guy? You know, I, at the time, I loved making people laugh. I still do. 
but in different means. Instead of people laughing at me, they're laughing with me, you know what I mean? But back then I didn't get the, I didn't get that. So I started posting these Snapchat videos, these one minute, maybe two minute long Snapchat videos of me posing in, in the bathroom mirror. You know, obviously I didn't know how to pose. I was posing wrong. I look back at it now and I'm like, yikes. I was cr I'm cringing, you know? That's a good thing. Because if you don't cringe at yourself, that means you're not improving, right? So I start posing in the mirror, and at this point, I'm like, I'm too self-conscious to take off my shirt, you know? I, I had, had man boobs, you know, gyno. I felt, <laughs> it was bad. But I yet still posed, try to make myself look like a fool, and, and try to get that quick laugh, the quick dopamine rush to me. And uh, at the end of each video, I'd say, stay sexy, because at the time, I was trying to think of the most vulgar thing a seventh grader could say and not get in trouble. And, and that word was sexy. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just so happened to be. And uh, since then, I don't know, like uh, seven years, six years now, it has continued to be my slogan. That's what people know me for is the Stay Sexy, I guess you can say, brand. Uh, even though there's no copyright or anything yet. We'll see where this goes. Um, so anyway, I, I ended each Snapchat with a Stay Sexy and you know, made everyone laugh. And I thought, hey, if I can make one person laugh, that would be <laughs> the best. That would make my day 10 times over. You know, and uh, it just sort of caught on fire at school. Everyone would say, hey, stay sexy, case, and stay sexy to each other, you know. It was just back and forth, you know, nothing but good vibes and positive energy being put towards me. And I never gotten this much attention at school, you know. I was always that person that, that tried to get attention from, I guess you can say, the quote-unquote athletes and stuff, but I never got this much attention. And I was really thankful and glad that even the athletes in my school, you tend to find out that these social norms, like these, these things, don't really carry on to the adult world, but at the time, it's, it's like your whole world, you know? I got their attention, you know? And that was pretty cool. And I kind of got accepted in. Um, so even my bullies would like mess with it. You know, they'd give me, um, you know, kudos and props and stuff. And the way I see bullying is different than others. I mean, from an outside point of view, yeah, I guess you could say I was bullied. I was picked on a lot for my weight, you know? But to me, I viewed it as a grit, like just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it was just one of those things that needed to happen to me because otherwise I wouldn't have changed myself for the better, you know? I, I don't take back any of the hard times I went through. Um, you, some kids really lack this this sense of grit, you know, the the challenging, the tough times, you know. Um, but anyway, it kind of caught on fire, and everyone kind of liked it. So then, I started changing it up. Started changing the videos. <laughs> Instead of me making a fool of myself, I started taking it more serious. I started being able to flex better. I started, you know, trying to get people to not laugh at me, but with me. My whole mindset flipped, you know? I, I gained confidence to take off my shirt when flexing. It was just the whole thing. And it was amazing. The, the, amount, of, the amount of motivation and, and uh, kudos from my peers was just absolutely fire, or fuel to the fire, you know?
Um, so I started taking off my shirt, posed, and, and the whole message was, no matter how hard you're willing to work, as long as you're willing to work hard, you're gonna get your goals at the end of the day. You know, no matter how hard you work, it's gonna pay off, right? You just need to put effort in. So here's me. And the whole lifelong thing was, was try to get a six pack. That was, that was the goal. The goal was to get a six pack, to start fat, and to eventually get a six pack to where I could just take off my shirt and a bunch of girls come, come in and be like, oh my God, can I you know, be your girlfriend? And that, that was the original goal, and obviously it's since changed <laughs> for the better. Um, I managed to get that six pack though, so that was pretty cool. Not at the time, but later on. So from seventh grade to sophomore year, I, I was in the football team, you know, still in the D-line, O-line, you know, I was still that big, I was basically the muscle, right? I wasn't too big, but I wasn't too small either like I would want to be, you know, I, was, I had a belly. And it wasn't until another bigger kid um, told me that, in the friend group, that we are, we're just the two fattest people in, in the in the group, you know, he said, hey, we're like twins or whatever. And that rubbed me the wrong way, you know? <laughs> I was kind of upset at him for just accepting um, to be picked on for being fat, you know? I was kind of mad at like him just accepting defeat like that. And I guess everyone thinks differently, but I was just always that go-getter, you know? They'll always basically go one more, if you will say. You know, just don't be okay with, with these norms that people push on you. So I was like, ah, yeah, 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 right? But that was kind of the thing that set fire to my butt. You know, I was like, I really got to get on this if I'm going to do it. So football, football ends. COVID hits, right? <laughs> you know, you're stuck, at, you're stuck at home. I'd always motivate my football team, by the way, each and every single game. I was given the opportunity to like say like some quote I found online. <laughs> My favorite one was the Rocky Balboa um, motivational line. You know, it was it really got me, and I mean it holds holds true to this day. Uh, what he said, and you can check on my Instagram. I also gave that same motivational line speech in my graduation speech that I was also fortunate enough to give. But anyway, every game, every pregame, I was able to be the guy to really rally the troops. And I, that's why I miss football for that reason. The band, the brothers, the, the people that are out here trying to get one job done, and that is to win, take home the dub, and lift each other up. I, I love that. And I love being the leader of that. And being in a sense of leadership kind of gives you pride, you know? Everyone's relying on you for the most part to get things done. Well, anyway, COVID hits, and you know football season's obviously over, and you're starting to take online classes, and you start getting complacent, you start getting lazy, as I did. Everyone gained like the COVID-15, well, I gained like the COVID-20. You know, I look in the mirror, and I just, I wasn't happy with who was looking back, and that caused me to eat more. So, you know, I'm stuffing my face, not moving around much, um, doing online classes, Try not to, you know, struggle in high school. Looking back on it now, I kind of wish I had those classes because these college classes are, are kind of crazy in a way. But I managed to survive. 
um, high school season of 2020. Um, but I noticed that I gained a lot of weight, and the weight I lost, and then the weight that people know me for, I've gained. I gained most of it back. <laughs> I was really feeling very discouraged. Until I went to my friend's house, and he got me into mountain biking. And we, we'd start mountain biking, it was another, it was great, it was a great form of cardio. You know, I hate running. I still do. I, I hated it. And I was fortunate enough to be able to mountain bike because he had an extra bike for me. So we had all these trails here in North Dakota, which is basically just flat plains. You know, I mean, you got like maybe, maybe a steep incline here and there. But <laughs> for the most part, it's just, just kind of flat. Um, you need a hardtail mountain bike if that's the type of trails you're going on, you know. No, no double suspension or full suspension, you know. Just, just the hardtail. So I start doing that, and um, he eventually finds this thing called the Adventure Triathlon Course thing. And it was out of a lake called Harmon Lake, and it consisted of kayaking, mountain bikes, and then the 5K run afterwards. I was like, let's do it. Let's run it, right? So I hop back on Snapchat, and I'm like, hey, guys, we're training for this new thing. And, uh, you know, I'm still big. I'm pretty big at this point. And um, I start training. And me and my friend, we have no clue how to train for a triathlon, you know? Like, we're probably overloading it, you know, not doing too much or too little of something. It, it was bad, <laughs> looking back on it. But we, we managed. We managed to get the job done. I didn't do too bad. I, uh, I think I placed maybe 10th out of 50 people. My friend beat me because he, he lied to me, you know? He, we got to the end of the race and he said, we're gonna finish this together. And at the, like, the last second, he kicks out and I'm not gonna hold the grudge against him, but I mean, if we're being honest, I, I, we should've tied. If not, I should've won. You know, I had more gas than the tank. And after he kicked out on me, I was like, you son of a... <laughs> but anyway, got the triathlon done and that was a, Big sense of accomplishment, you know. My whole life, I thought I was never gonna run, do races, you know. I envied those people that did races and could run long distances. I couldn't, you know. <laughs> and I still hate running, but the reason why I love it so much is because I hate it. I hate it because it's hard. And if it's hard, that means it's, it's building something. It's building more grit. It's building more muscle, you know. Actually, it's tearing away muscle, but you know, mental strength. So I finished the triathlon and I'm like, dang, got all this dopamine in my brain. I'm like, I need the next fix. I need the next fix, <laughs> you know? Next fitness thing that's hard. Um, and I, you know, I always had a passion for lifting weights. So I start going to the gym again. And I, I, I think to myself, I'm like, oh my God, one of my friends just got back from a bodybuilding show and he's close to my age. And I, I asked him, I said, hey, could you potentially coach me and he agrees and that uh we did the triathlon july and then we uh kicked back all the way until like february and then february we had an eight weeks or no eight month type program to get us ready for october of that year right because i needed the extra weeks than a normal person he needed to figure out how my metabolism worked and like how my body would my, my body would react to certain foods, and 
I also needed, you know, to get my butt moving again. You know, I it just came out of Christmas. You know, you go to grandma's house, she starts feeding you food. It's, it's not good. It's a recipe for disaster. So anyway, he trains me up. You know, I'm still motiv motivating people on my story. You know, I just I've, it's kind of crazy to start as this kid that was bullied for being fat, right? To be all of a sudden this kind of like motivational beacon for people that were like me and like proving that you can do anything as long as you put your mind to it and your soul and your heart and as long as you're dedicated to something you can do it and it's kind of cool to look back on that um <laughs> and it, you know to being this guy that was scared to take off a shirt to now gets to take off a shirt because he has uh, the confidence too is pretty cool to be in that situation. So then I, I start dieting again. It was hard. It was really bad. Um, I loved it because it was tough, right? But there were some days where it's like, yeah, I mean, one cheeseburger, one one candy bar can't hurt, right? It, it does. <laughs> well, anyway, it gets to the show. It's October. I do my first natural bodybuilding competition. I get third, which is in a way dead last, right? But I felt like a million bucks because I did it. I did something that I thought I'd never do again, <laughs> right? I was like that meme where that guy has a champagne and he's spraying everyone, champagne showers, and then it cuts and, and he's on the lowest podium. He's the third place podium or whatever. That was me. I felt like a million bucks. And just being able to prove to everyone that I could do it and they can too was, was amazing. So, so then I think, well, again, I need another dopamine rush. I need another fix of this, of this um, grind, right? And I realize there's a show close by. It's called The Upper Midwest, MPC uh, Upper Midwest, right? I was like, what's a couple more weeks of eating smaller portions of the same meals, right? So we cut down even harder. I'm the leanest I've ever been. I think I went back... I was down 5.5 body fat. That was the lowest I've ever been in my life, right? <laughs> I, I miss that one. I miss that case, you know? Because um, we're recently coming off of a bulk, and you feel super discouraged afterwards. But anyway, go to the show. I get first place in teenage men's physique. Ecstatic, you know? Winning's one thing, but winning in a show of people who were tested, or non-tested, I should say. That's amazing, that's crazy, that's great, you know? And I'm honored to be able to be in that situation and just to show everyone I could do it. Like this kid who was bullied and was basically nothing, got no attention from anyone, became something, you know? It was kind of like a true underdog story. So I do this, I get my medal, and you know, then I, I kind of just stuck with bodybuilding, right? At this point, I already have kind of like a platform on Snapchat. Didn't really dabble in Instagram, but my following kept going up and up, and eventually I hit 1,000 followers, and now we're at 1,100. I hope to grow that. Um, those are my goals for this year. <laughs> and and so, so then we trained for another bodybuilding show. I get a better placement. This was all last year, right? Uh, so the, the two shows I was talking about happened in 2021. I did a show last year in 2022. Um, the same uh, natural show. I, this time I tried coaching on my own. 
And for coaching on my own, I definitely need a coach when it comes to bodybuilding. Unless you're 100% and you're more disciplined than I am, you really need your own coach because there are times where you don't know what you're doing and you just kind of wing it and you can't have it. You need you need a 100% thing. You need to be 100% during prep to be able to do good, right? So anyway, I do this show. It was the same show as the same natural show I did in the beginning. And I got a better placement. I mean, I got... I, this time I did open and novice because I didn't beat novice. And I got... Second and novice, and then third and open, which is okay. I wasn't as cut as I was the first time for, you know, just moving to college. I, I can throw as much excuses as possible, but that's not how I live life, you know. I, I take it. It was my fault. I could have went a little harder, you know, up the, up the cardio, lower the calories and stuff. But for really doing it on my own, I can, I'll take it. I'll take it, you know, especially in college because... It's kind of virtually impossible to <laughs> do it in college. Like I said, though, as long as you put your mind to it, mind, body, and soul, you'll be able to do it. So I did that show. Did pretty good. Like I said, advanced uh, my placements. Started growing my following on Instagram. I've been telling everyone for years now that I'll be making a YouTube channel, but I've always been scared. I've been kind of timid, scared what other people might think or like getting judged at the gym. I think charisma is one of those things that many people need to work on, me especially. Um, so here I am doing this podcast, um, eventually going to be filming some videos, just really trying to push myself out of my comfort zone even more. And I want to say this is, might be the opposite of a dopamine rush. This is just something that I need to go through, going through the suck. I need to go through the suck and these are one of the hurdles I need to jump through to be successful. My goals this year? And I think everyone should have goals, right? My goals this year is to increase my social media presence and following. So the more people I have following me, the more people I'm able to inspire and, and, and uh, help them grow mentally, physically, you know? I really get a great sense of pride in doing that. That and to pass all my classes for uh, university. I'm kind of in between majors right now. I have no clue where I want to go. And I get told like, this is a normal feeling that freshman people in college have. And it's like, I don't like that. You know, I like, I want hey, for sure, hey, everything's gonna be okay, but life doesn't give you that. We're, uh, like I said earlier, we're in college for a kines major and a minor in sports athletic training. And then we're, we might be doing marketing with a minor in, you know, athletic, or no, sports marketing. But I have no clue what I want to do. My main goal is to be a uh, fitness influencer in some way. Some way, somehow, I want to be able to help and inspire people. Whether that be selling my own products, clothes, whatever, I always had the entrepreneur bone. Or at the very least, work at these different companies that inspired me, you know, like BPN, or like <laughs> other companies, you know. I don't know, Spartan Race, Tough Mudder, whatever. Just as long as I'm able to work in the sports industry, I think I'd be blessed. Especially if it's motivating others, you know. 
my goals are also to work with these top influencer people like uh, Will Tennyson. You know, you got Nick Bear, you got Jesse James West. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on and on. And I've recently got a couple of attention from them, and every time they like like or comment something, it really gives me that extra drive I need to push forward. Um, also, like I said in the beginning, I recently sent my application form as an ambassador of BPN. I really hope this goes through. If not, we keep trying. They do it quarterly, so every quarter we'll, we'll, um, we'll send one out. But, yeah, so this is the, f the first episode of the Stay Sexy podcast. And I guess what Stay Sexy means to me and why I say it to this day, because eventually, throughout my fitness journey, it eventually meant something, right? It wasn't just a slogan to make people laugh. It wasn't just something to, to, to like laugh at, you know, or just, just to say. Eventually, it meant something to me. And that message is, to me, what Stay Sexy means is you should always feel comfortable and feel sexy no matter what you look like. You know, for me, feeling bigger than everyone else, being fat at a young age, to me now, you should always be able to feel sexy. You should always be able to stay sexy. But you feeling sexy, you're staying sexy, you know what I mean? And that's what it means to me, body positivity. Now, that isn't saying, hey, being unhealthy, being obese is okay, you know? That's not saying like, you know, that is, you know, healthy. But it's also saying you shouldn't feel down. As long as you're working towards a goal, you should be happy with what you look like. I'm talking about gains in the gyms, your muscles, how you look. You know, I, I struggle with body dysmorphia after my first bodybuilding show. I, I look in the mirror right now and I'm like, I just need to practice what I preach. Because <laughs> I look in the mirror, I'm like, dang. It looks like there's no tank top today, you know, sweatshirts only. But as we come out of uh, January and, and December and we're starting to cut back and, and start cutting again for another show, uh, we're slowly but surely building that confidence up again. And eventually we're gonna learn how to reverse diet properly so we don't look like this in the future. But hopefully you've enjoyed the first episode of the Stay Sexy Podcast. Hopefully I wasn't jumping around too much. And uh, join me for the next episode as I aim to improve your daily mindset and to help you improve in your daily life. Thank you, and have a great night. Peace.